Chanda's going to join in about five minutes. Okay. All right, let's do it. I mean, I know you like to believe in that idea that it doesn't matter what gear you have and like everybody's going to sound different. You know we're live on the air already. <laughs> Yo, so we live. This is Beat People Podcast, episode 55. And uh, I got some people in the place to be. Y'all, say what up. What yo, up? Yo. What up? What's going 55, on? 55. What's good? Happy what Halloween, up? everybody. 55. Happy Halloween to you. My wow. household extends Halloween pretty much all year round, except for like a small snippet for uh, Thanksgiving and a small snippet for Christmas. But it's Halloween all year round at my house. So, oh, Yo, with the green, what the is green you got the you, down? you karate kid right now, Ken? Come on, man! It's Cobra, <laughs> it's Cobra Kai Dojo. Okay, cool. This is the cool. true heroes. <laughs> hey, yo, you looking good with that mod bath shirt on down there, brother? Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, Aaron, you looking good too, man? Yeah. Yeah, man. The different what's look good, man. Um, yeah, you know, I'm too pretty for the podcast today, so I'm, just, um, <laughs> I'm playing it low key. You know what I mean? <laughs> too pretty for the podcast. <laughs> And who's in the chat? Nathan Shores. What up, Nathan? Good to have you, man. What up, and Nathan? we got uh, we got um, Travasi's gonna Travasi's gonna join us shortly here, so I'm gonna keep an eye out for us. Travasi sounds like some kind of mixed drink, man. Travasi A. No doubt, no doubt. Benjamin's in the chat. Word. So, so what's what's the first thing we're getting into, man? Oh, but wait, hold on before I do this. Um, throughout the show, I'm going to just stand up right here. I want whoever's in the chat to tell me what they think of this uh, this hoodie. It's the only one in existence, but if people feel it, I'll get more made. I already told you. Yeah, to man. Like, I need the hoodie. I got the shirt. It's getting cold out here, B. We on the East Coast. No, I'm, I'm a, a Cali. freak, man. I love, I love hoodies, man. I'll rock hoodies into the summer like it's not even a thing. So Yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah hoodies uh, are always on point. Yeah, but I need mainly, a hoodie. It's mainly because I'm frail and I need, I need warmth, but... <laughs> That's why you always yeah, drink we'll, liquor. We'll try to get you a hoodie with one of them straws. This is this is called medicinal alcohol. So. What they call it? Uh, um, get, the, get a hoodie with one of those little plastic bags in it underneath, so with the straw coming out of. So you can yeah, put, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> get like a camelback going with it. If you get real thirsty, you could just smash it. <laughs> hey, Pat. Pat Brady in the chat brings up a good point, and he says. Hoodie giveaway, and I think I think that's a great idea. And I, I just want to say, um, for one, for one, Aaron needs to stop all that that wind. And two, yeah, <laughs> oh, man. two oh, what are you talking? Um, I, I got the uh, I got the I got the wind control uh, joint on. Aaron over there, like <sighs> you ain't controlling. Oh, it's not, oh, it's not working. Oh man, <laughs> nah, man. Luke, I am your father. Let's <laughs> you go here next. <laughs> and. Uh, your oh, Inky, what's going on, Inky? Good to have. You. I think I think a um I think a hoodie giveaway would be dope. I just got one of those I cricket machines, and I'm gonna Yo. make I, I want to make some stuff with that. Masada, and, uh, what up, Masada? So I, I might Masada I might give away a couple play. of my cricket ones just because I'm interested in trying that thing out. I'm gonna do some fluffy Cri- little hoodies with that thing. With the over, oh, over the cricket wireless. No, the Yo, cricket it, up, it's a, it's a it's like a vinyl cutter. Yo. Uh, 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 uh. Ali's got one. 
All right, so yo, what's the what's the first topic for the day? Let's jump into it. I know we was gonna talk about a few things, but but I know Aaron wanted to holler about uh, um, complex oscillators, so that so that Karate Kid could kick him in the throat about something. Excuse me, not Karate Kid. Oh man, no. Well, no, you already know the deal. We've been going back and forth about which complex oscillator out there is the one, not only for mob bap, but just gives you the most flexibility, like down the line. And we've been having what well, we have the uh, the further generator was top, the uh, double helix was top. Um, those were actually the two top complex oscillators that we had. Yeah. And then Verbos was coming in thir- in third See because Verbos too. does do the very like classic sounds. But I just feel like that one right there, the the verbals doesn't have as much range as the uh, as the further generator. I mean, yeah. the further generator is super impressive. What are you guys thinking? I think the CSL has a a lot of a lot of uh, power to it also. But I, I I pulled the trigger on the further generator, probably just because I've been looking at it for months. But uh, yeah, I think I like the sound of it. So one of the, one of the things about that though is that that we were kind of talking about um, off air was the fact that you had been talking about the further generator for a long long time and one of the yeah. things that I was telling you is that you know there's there's all these other options out there that, are, that look really great double helix the um, the zero point oscillator that's coming from steady state fate you know uh, th- there's lots of really great ones out there but you had your eye on this thing for like months and months and months and i kind of brought up the fact of like well even if you get another really nice complex oscillator are you always going to be thinking about that one that you were thinking about that's right. a good point. you know what i mean yeah. yeah and that's that's another reason like by you saying that that's why i was like you know what like i just pulled the trigger like all right i'm gonna get it man because i've been you know that exact point i've been looking at it for a while now the csl looks super dope to me that was like really my second in line so from Estruo. yeah i've uh, heard yeah. nothing but good things i haven't used it so i have all of this know. stuff sounds really dope though that's it's crazy i, I agree that sounds do. really good yeah so so another thing is that there's also the idea of using you know half half and half so like two separate oscillators and then like a wave folder you know basically building a complex oscillator out of multiple nah. modules and nah. uh, we, we still can't hear you Travarsi. so um, no nah, i'm not i'm not with that um that putting together the jig um i i think like the relationship between the oscillators is completely different when you have a complex oscillator system i i kind uh, of agree but at the same time there's certain ones that were kind of designed in that way so like the uh the dixie and the and the rubicon yeah. um you know those those are kind of designed to be that you know what i mean and it is kind of cool to be able to like, okay, so I want this wave folder with with these two oscillators together. Like I have uh, the the Animodule VCOs, I have them side by side because they have a very like vintage VCO sound to them. They're very like they, they don't track 100% perfect, and they're they're just big beefy sound to them. And then you know all you need then is just like a mixer and you know a little bit of. Uh, uh, wave folding and you have a really nice complex oscillator because they can do linear and exponential FM on them so that's pretty cool um, but yeah the other the other side of this thing is 
outside of analog complex oscillators, there's been a big push towards digital complex oscillators in the past like two years. Right. So there's a lot yeah, of I can take so ones. I will tell you this. I definitely did think about the fact that all right, I have a STO already. If I got one of the new Endorphins VCOs, what is it? The Godspeed VCO? Yeah, if the I Godspeed. got that, then I would pretty much have a complex oscillator already with the two. I just need a wave folder, you know? So I did think about going that route, but I just really wanted a whole package because, I mean, you know, looking at my SV1 right now, I could use that as a complex oscillator. There's two oscillators in it. It has sync, but I just need a wave folder, which I could run it into the disk thing or something, do some wave folding, but I don't know. I think going a whole package just gives you a, it's just easier really for, yeah. you know, and, well, and when you're talking about that stuff, when you're talking about that stuff, it's really like you know. So you want basically that sound in one you know unified module that's right. going to you know be that sound. And that's why one of the reasons why I keep pointing to the double helix mm -hmm. because I like how the double helix not only is it two oscillators, but it's also an LFO, right. a wave folder, a mixer, a modulation yeah. routing. Yeah, mixer, you got that whole modulation. And, yeah, and a low pass gate. Yep. So it's all yeah. of those in one. And but hold really up, great. the the thing about that low pass gate is it it's not just one length. You can adjust yeah, it yeah, back adjust and forth. Yep. And yep. you know, I went back to yesterday, the day before yesterday, and I watched uh, B Boy. You know, I watched Corey's video on it, and I was just like, "Damn, that's a super dope oscillator." So we were talking in the chat the other day, and I was like, "I'm definitely gonna grab that up." Yeah, but what about the um, what about the fact that you could do amplitude modulation as well on like things like the further generator, right? And some of the other, and that's you know what, what I really need—that amplitude it's a, modulation. Yeah, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more than just wave folding. If it was just wave folding, I would I would agree with you. Yeah, just put a put a couple oscillators to a wave folder, but it's you, more than you that. Right, modulation on these as well. So, oh, you can. Okay. No, no, I meant, I meant, I meant by just taking two like independent. Um, well, yeah, that's why I said that's why I said kind of like a mixer or VCA in between. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, okay. like the, the building blocks of a complex oscillator essentially is what I'm saying. And and yeah. you can, especially with two HP modules out now, you could do some really crazy stuff in the same HP space. Traversy, we still can't hear you. What's going on over there? <laughs> <laughs> so in the penalty box. <laughs> Oh. But yeah, like with, with the with the whole like two HP line stuff, you can do some really interesting things in a really compact space, yeah. and that's dope. Like as far as like getting that same kind of thing. Now the the downside is that it's not normalized, so you still have to have like you can get those. I got some of these uh, like really really short patch cables like this. And I'll, I'll use them for stuff like that. It's not going to focus because it's focused on my beautiful. Face, yeah. But. Oh, man. But, but, we're, but going back to digital, right? Go back to digital. Let's not sleep on the fact that you could upgrade the chip on the further generator right. to a digital oscillator, so which gives you a zero. whole other range. Yeah. It gives you a whole other range of FM synthesis, man. Yeah. So and I, my I bet, think I'm going to try that. Always been on that. Yeah. I don't know for how Endorphins bucks. has found a way into, like, 
into the center of my universe in such a quick time. Yeah, I mean, we didn't even know who they were last year. You know what I mean? What? How long they've been around? Yeah, man. When when yeah, I caught been that, when I caught that Grand Terminal, I was like, oh man, this is it. You know? Yeah, they make really dope stuff. You can't front on them. Yeah, I just got the Squawk Me Dirty. Oh man. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing. I'm using it. Um, I'm using it a lot of my patches. There you go. It's a yeah. It's it's a dual. Um, it's a dual <laughs> filter. It's it's pretty amazing, and for the price. Yo, yeah. I got a quick question about that. Um, that strong the strong core VCO in the further generator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have one. Um, the so my understanding of that is that that's a digital chip that goes on to it and it gives you like so it's is it one side of the oscillator is then it's, digital it's the, or it's the carrier you have two analog yeah, so you, could, carrier. you could change the carrier yeah you change the carrier to a digital and and the uh, modulator stays analog yeah that's crazy that's cool I, I i dig that so like i have a couple other ones um that are less talked about um the the neutron sound orgone accumulator is actually like three oscillators in one and it's it's a complex oscillator and it has a bunch of different modes and whatnot. That's a really cool digital one. But the downside of digital oscillators being a complex oscillator is one thing that's really difficult to do without a lot of horsepower CPU wise mm-hmm. in um, you know in, in the synthesis world is preventing aliasing when you're fming at really high rates so you know a lot of these things it's like man analog just sounds different and it sounds interesting when you have a nice complex oscillator that's you know like when you're pinging a vactrol and you've got this really cool fm and wave folding situation going on Man, it just sounds totally unique. Like there's some really great emulations in VSTs and, and whatnot, but nothing quite gets it right, in my opinion. No, but I think that's what the point of the, the uh, zero crossing uh, chip is on there is the fact that it kind of solves that problem. No, no, zero. Well, zero crossing is completely different, though. Like zero cross. The cool thing about zero crossing is that you can maintain. <laughs> A pitch. pitch. Yeah, you maintain. Yeah, you pitch. can maintain a pitch while you're doing that FM modulation. So, which is super, super useful. And there's a few analog modules out there that will do that, um, but they're few and far between, and they're becoming more prevalent now. But it's it's fairly difficult as far as analog. Um, but I mean, design. you could always just tune it way up. You know what I mean? And then yeah. find your find your your modulation on the other one, and then just play it a couple octaves down and you know wait so you think that the aliasing will still take a big part even if you still if, even if you have the digital chip on the further I mean generator? listen if you get the digital chip on the further generator you're going to hear some clipping you're going to hear some aliasing I'm not going to I'm not it sounds some people like the sound so I'm going to try it. it I'm going to get it I'm going to get it well, you know, what I'm, all I'm saying to that is that not all digital is gonna alias at in audible range. That's not necessarily what I'm saying. Um, it depends on <laughs> it depends on the grunt. You know what I mean? It depends on that CPU power. So it depends on things like oversampling, like the the sampling rate of of the operation in itself. You know, like if it's if it's going at a really high rate, then you know, that's not a problem anyway. So no, that's perfect. Yo, anytime Ken says something, just somebody got to yell out, "Prove it!" Then. 
That's right. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> I just don't, I just don't want a blanket statement saying, "Oh, well, digital means that you're going to hear, hear aliasing." That's not necessarily the case. It's just right. It it takes a lot more. Like you got to go a lot further to to prevent that. I could dig it. So and if you're Very using cool. something, if you're using something like a like a uh, like a teensy chip or something like that, more than likely there'll be some aliasing in there. But the flip side of that is that aliasing can actually sound really damn cool. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you especially when you throw it through cool filters and whatnot, that yeah. can be used as an advantage too. Yeah, there's always ways to flip it. Um, I, I think like the biggest thing to drive home and the thing that um you know, really stood out about what Ali was doing was he was taking his time with this complex oscillator because the complex oscillator can become like the heartbeat of your whole system. Like it becomes the personality of your your system. And they're usually a little big and kind of have odd HP. So you're going to yeah. have to build around it. Yo, um, so I'm interested in this comment right here where my man says endorphin stuff is great sounding, but I still yeah. from corny looking faceplate. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't see nah, any, they, not why, the new ones. about their faceplate. The I think he's talking about the yellow. Yellow. Oh, the yellow. The yellow joints. The yellow look kind of weird. Gold joints are fresh. I agree with Aaron, man. The gold joints are fresh looking the, the and, and people are that are fresh, scared of black looking faceplates, to me, you're a lesser human. <laughs> Damn, for real. <laughs> I'm just laying yeah. it out here today. Yo, let me give a shout out to to uh, my folks that happen to be watching and, uh, as we stream this on uh, on Facebook. So this is the first time we actually stream on both YouTube and Facebook. Oh, we're doing both now. Yeah. Oh, oh. Wow. So the Facebook beat people page is actually streaming this. And we got uh, Ski Beats checking it out from over there on the Facebook channel. What up, Ski? Yo, yo, what up? Oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, that's what's up. Yo. Yeah, man. Hey, I, cool. To me, to me, it's like you know we we've talked about this a lot as far as how face plates look and all that kind of thing. But to me, I'm all about like you let the designers show their personality. Like stop stop trying to hinder other people's creativity. Yeah, yeah. And, mm. and you know what? When it comes to the further generator, if you actually look on their site, they make four other. There's four other ones. Some were made just for the Japanese market which look crazy fresh. Some were made for like the like um for like strictly for Europe, which look crazy fresh and they're like they're different colors. And they're we're talking about them. we're talking about what? It, it's a $600 module, right? I'm not giving up my other spot where I get my modules from that one's staying low all right so, so let me just say this then right so at that price point you're almost double the price of a double helix now I'll, I'll say this double helix has a lot of functionality for for the range but I will say that I've noticed there's there's flaws in the design too, right? So I can get circuit bleed on the double helix. Now I don't know if there's any of that on on the further generator. Um, and not so far. It's not it's not horrible, and it's not something that prevents me from doing anything that I really want to do. But it's there, you know what I mean? Like there's, and I'm not saying that that's a price point issue either. Like a lot of people want to just like directly compare price to quality. I don't believe that that actually exists once you get past a certain point. Like, once you get past a certain point, it's really about, hey, the designer just wants to charge what they want to charge. And, hey, they're free to do what they want to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, 
No, I totally agree with you. There's a, there, what is it called? Point of diminishing return. Exactly. But but, 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 but isn't there isn't there like a version two of that dirt of double helix that not actually yet. corrects the problem that you're talking about? Not that not that I've heard of it. And if that happens, then I need to get on the horn with them. Like, but I I have not um I haven't heard that. It would be cool. I'll say this though. Um, again, it it doesn't really bother me that much. But the endorphins thing when they first came out and I saw the further generator, my initial knee-jerk reaction was damn that's overpriced but what i've noticed over time with the endorphin stuff is that they really know their shit and they don't do typical stuff like they'll do really interesting digital designs and really interesting analog designs and that's pretty rare like usually it's like one or the other yeah yeah. they're really combining things in a very interesting way and in the past in the past less than a month, I've bought two different Endorphins modules because it's just some cool shit. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the cockpit because the cockpit does things that your normal mixer doesn't yeah. do. Yeah. Let's talk about the cockpit. I only have cockpit one. is dope. I only have one great. For, for, for those that don't know that aren't familiar, what's the cockpit? So the right. cockpit is a four-channel stereo mixer that can be configured in multiple ways, meaning that there's jumpers on the back of it to where you could take the, the four channels and split them up, um, or you can combine them into stereo channels. And so you can have like four stereo channels on it, or no, I'm sorry, two stereo channels and two mono channels, or you can have it be uh, All four stereo. Band. You can have, yeah. Oh my God! How much wind are you gonna give us today? <laughs> okay, all right. I'm coming up. I'm coming up. Right. <laughs> so, so you can configure the module in different ways, and then on top of that, it has, um, it's got a built-in compressor on it. Well, it's not can, a compressor; it's a ducker. It's a, it's a ducker, but you yeah. can actually configure it in three different ways. So it acts like a compressor, man. Yeah. Like it's for all yeah, it's, it, it, for it all intents and purposes, it acts like a yeah, it acts yeah. like a really legit sounding side tank compressor, which sounds great on the end of your live chain. Yeah, exactly. The only downside to this module that that I've found, in my opinion, is that so it only has headphone output, right? It yeah. it doesn't have a dedicated separate output for for a line out. If it just had one other stereo output to it. It would be like the perfect little mixer for me because it's it's tiny. You can daisy chain them. It has auxiliary yes. on it. Yep. And you can configure it however the heck you want, you know, on the back end. And it's it has digital control so you can actually have it remember what your volume settings were after power down and power up. Oh, that's dope. And yep. you can press down on the individual encoders on it. If you press down on them, it mutes them, and so you yeah. can mute. So they're mutes, and it's clickless. And also, you can compress or you could duck whatever channel you want. So if you don't want channels two, three, and four ducked, you don't have to have them ducked, and you can exactly. only have channel one if you want. Yeah, them. you can decide which channels are sending to that ducker, which is really dope. And uh, I was actually dope. gonna I know that about that. I was going to show a quick example if you guys want to get nerdy real quick. I can show an example of the uh, double helix, how it sounds with that wave folder, and also it's it's uh, it's bleed. I can show um, it if you want to hear it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, we'll listen to it's bleed. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I wanted to... Um, this sounds so dirty. I, I, wanted to, I wanted to add one more thing about that um, compression. Sure. So you, could, you could send in a gate. So that means you can send in an alternative rhythm yep. into the ducker 
which has nothing to do with, with like a, a quarter note or anything like that. So you yeah. can send an actual rhythm yep. in there that from another part of your system, which Ooh, is super dope. unique. Yeah, it sounds so really good. It's amazing. That's really dope. Oh, that was really loud, right? Did you guys hear how loud that was? Mm -mm. Uh -uh. Okay. You don't hear it? Oh, that's right. I I, I muted it, so we're good. I'll, I'm going to set this up real quick. Yo, Masada asked you a question, Flux. Yeah, so while you get that ready, Flux, listen to this question from Masada. Um, considering Isla Instruments is making it, uh, will the SP2400 have a chord or scales feature? He's curious. I guess so. He's thinking about the, the idea since they uh, make chord five. So I'll just say this much, okay? Um there's a lot of stuff going on with the SP2400 that's that's going to be some dope news and all that. I don't really want to answer questions like that yet because it's all so um, – it's all so early. Like really like – and I did a I did a live stream interview with, with Brad from Isla Instruments not all that long ago. And then from there, we're going dark for just a little while till the prototype gets in my hands. And then when it's in my hands, like right currently right now, where it's at is sequencer programming and all that stuff is being coded right now. So there's a lot of interesting stuff that's not done. And there's a lot of stuff that um, that is just now getting done. But it's a little bit early, in my opinion, to talk about like extended features and like detailed stuff about it because it's more like hey let's focus on getting like the raw stuff down first and yeah. then we'll talk about that that's my opinion so yeah that's that's pretty fair but but that the, you know there's a big um storm around the new uh, sv2400 that's awesome that people are actually hunting you down to ask you questions about it there's a huge interest in it um yeah I'm excited about like it that's well. the beginning though you know that yeah yeah i mean but you know hey it is what it is. <laughs> no. All right, Aaron. I'm not even getting ready to go down that road with you. <laughs> no, uh, forget that. Look, okay, so I want to jump to another joint over here. Uh, Analog 4 and Rhythm OS update. Oh. Uh, yeah. So Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Who's checked it out so far? I, I did a little bit. Yeah, uh, I haven't gotten a chance to upgrade. It's been a mad, crazy two weeks for me over here in Fireville, USA. Um, oh, that's right. All right, I'm back. Yeah. yeah. So, Dude, wait, I, wait, no, so wait, wait. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm back. I love it. Um, so, well, well, I just but, got done setting up a basic-ass patch for, for this. Well, well, the, well the most obvious one for the uh, analog heat is making is now it's class compliant. That's huge. Um, yeah, that's huge. That is huge. That is right? huge. Yeah, so um, I, I tested it out. Um, sounds amazing. I had it going into Ableton. Uh, love it. Um, that's that's the one big thing for me with the analog heat. Um, the analog rhythm mm -hmm. and the analog um, four, just like um, the you know the graphics updates. Uh, also, oh, yeah, the uh, graphics updates. That's right. Yeah, yeah. and, and they added that. random random functionality well random randomizing the uh, parameters to mm -hmm. each one of the pages so you can randomize parameters on each page if you kind of get stuck with a concept that's so you want to spice too. it up super dope yeah um just just over overall um this has been one of the most satisfactory like um satisfying um updates from electron in a long time 
Yeah, they, I think what's dope about what they do with their updates, they tend to do stuff that most companies would create a new version of the box to do with that. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. Right. You, you get an analog four or rhythm or heat or whatever, and it can always be upgraded and, and, and shock you with like, oh, crap, this is like having a new machine. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really dope. Really dope. I got I to gotta upgrade those here. This week, yeah, I, mean, well, I got with the upgrade too is the randomizations from the parameters, and I do love the new visuals. Basically, they they updated the visuals to match the Digitac and the Digitone. Why, yeah. why don't you actually yeah. tell us a little bit about your trip? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah let's, let's, uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. She went to Germany. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. Tell us about your trip. We're gonna go. I had the pleasure of going to Berlin. Um, checking out the new electron spot. It is beautiful. You guys like just, uh, they did a really good job with it. Um, they just, the sound in there, the, the design of the room, and then they have like their new, uh, stage there. In fact, when I was there, I just missed Lady Starlight doing, doing a show there, but, uh, I did get a chance to hang out with Chang and Don't. pick his brain a little bit about the update and I'm pretty happy about it. Um, I love the the randomization of the parameters, and with the visual, the visualization of uh, bringing it up to date with the um, Digitac Digitone. Honestly, that's as far as I've been able because of the trip. I just got back. I that's as far as I've been able to dive in um, with updating the rhythm. But my next step is to dive into the MIDI using it to sequence. Um, and I know that Ken and I have been kind of chatting about that as well. But overall, it was great. Berlin, I'm looking forward to going back for, to Superbooth for sure. I'm definitely going to be out there. Yeah, so, yeah Superbooth. Yep, Super yep booth. I'll be back out there at Electron. So it's going to be dope. So so tell me a little bit about the space, because I know um, at, when Superbooth was happening, they were just opening up the uh, Electron space. So um, mm -hmm. Ali, Ali and I didn't get a chance to swing by there. But what's sort of the purpose behind it? Is it like a creative space, a, a learning space, um, a performance space? I think it's really all of all of the all of the above what you just mentioned. That's it's just kind of like a hub for artists to kind of come by, touch base, get to know some of the Electron gear. Uh, they do have events there. Um, in fact, unfortunately, again, like I came in between, but they did an event the night that I flew out, the morning that I flew out that night, they were doing another Electron event there and it was about all their updates. And I know, right? I just, I missed both, both things, but um, yeah, so basically that's what the space is about. Just like artist development, meetup, um, any chance they can get to do stuff with the community. So I know they're definitely going to be having some events because and Ableton Loop are both yeah. happening the same weekend out there. So I know there's going to be stuff happening you know, for that as well out there. So, yeah, that's going to be big. I don't know if you guys know, but Fess actually got one of the subsidized tickets. So, Fess and his family are going to be out there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I still haven't gone to, to to Loop or Super Booth. I'm I'm definitely uh considering it in, in the near future. Uh, so we're we're getting reports that somebody's got a lot of hum. I don't think it's on my side. I'm going to mute all my channels. Hold on. I'm going to mute myself real quick. I don't think it's me. It's Ali. Is it me? 
Nah, nah, I just, I just messed up. I'm about to mute my, I'm about to mute my shit. I don't have any gear on, so I don't think it's me. That's for sure. I don't, I don't have any hum. Well, anyway, so, so yeah, as far as that uh, electron update though, it made me actually pull my my rhythm out of retirement, which is nice because I don't, I don't tend to use it very much. It still makes me angry at it every time I use it. Um, I feel like there's a lot of sloppy things about it, but the the MIDI stuff, at least now I can get triggers happening, which is cool. Um, oh, now I'm hearing that quiet. I hear it home now. I tried to turn it down, but okay. So anyway, um, yeah, so the, the rhythm update with the MIDI is the big one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to send MIDI is allowing me right now. I have, hold on, I should probably unmute, huh? so like, yeah, right now, I've got, uh, I think I have my stuff set up right, I don't know if you, can, if you guys are going to hear it or not, but um, I've got my, um, my modular set up to be, the drum side of my modular is set up to be triggered from the rhythm, so, Yo. Mm. But I'm using the endorphin sh- uh, shuttle control to to go between the two. So I'm just using USB out of the rhythm straight into the shuttle control, which is then sending, you know, the triggers and everything out. And then I have, like, some LFOs programmed into the shuttle control and all that good stuff. But it makes my rhythm infinitely more usable, which is dope. Dope. People talking about my booty. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I had to pack on weight. I don't know if people know, but for Halloween, my costume was Peter B. Parker. You had to pack on weight like you took on a roll in a movie. No, no, no. It was commitment. It was commitment. I had to I had to eat cheesecake at least once a week, sushi once a week. I'm sure I, people yo, were twisting your arm, Ken. It was so yeah. difficult. It was so eat difficult, but I was committed to the role. So I was Peter B. Parker from Spider-Verse. So I had the sweatpants on. And, yo, to pack on that gut, it took dedication. But I feel like I pulled it off. So why do you change the Karate Kid then? (laughs) That's just for today. That's just for today because I'm I'm a nice guy. I'm out here celebrating. It's a celebration, bitches. (laughs) Word. Hey, yo, um... Travarsi, I want to jump back over to you. You did something that was pretty dope this week. You partnered with um, Noise Engineering and Perfect Circuit to do what? Uh, Yes, so they released, um, I believe it was five distortion modules over the month. And so they wanted to do an event that kind of promoted. They they did a demo for each of the modules. And then it was myself, a million uh machines and matt lang we each did a performance uh using one of the distortion modules and it was dope i took the digitone and i ran that through the distortion module and uh, and then i just took like one pattern with two voices and used that to kind of use the distortion module to manipulate and change the sounds of the voices in my in my song i played like about six minute song and just did that but yeah, it was dope. I really like that module a lot. I like it, and I paired yeah. it with, the, um, with their digit, uh, Mimic Digitalis, which is, uh, I think, Corey, you've checked that out, too, before. Yep, that's the, dope. Um, it's a CD sequencer. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's a little thing, but it pack it does a lot. I like and it. And Corey, you did a whole set too. Uh yeah, I did a set over at uh and it's it's online too. I think both of these are online, right? Yeah, um, both yours and and the perfect surf thing. Yeah, so I, I did a, a um I guess so noise engineering has what they call the noise cast hour. And so what's dope about it is that they have two performers come through and perform on uh, in this kind of format that's almost like a nighttime talk show in the sense that you get a performer and then while the next performer is setting up, the first performer is being interviewed and then the next performer starts and then after that the next performer gets interviewed so it's like a four segment sort of show or even two halves where you get a performance and an interview by each person so it was me and pov uh uh, uh patrick o'brien pov energy on instagram mm. and uh Which, yeah, he's dope too he man. is like, really yeah dope. he's banana he, i've been following him for years and he is like a superb synthesis yeah without a yes. doubt without a doubt totally agree with that and it was a good time though it, it was a real good time because um noise engineering has a really dope setup uh for like the setup that they have so they were live streaming yeah yeah so they were live streaming and as they were live streaming they had this whole backdrop and everything and they were live streaming with you kind of facing the camera but they also had like double two camera angles, like one straight on and one from the side. And then they had a third camera for the interview mm -hmm. section. And uh, it was just a real dope setup, real good vibes, a lot of good uh, chips and, and, and IPAs. <laughs> yeah. And it was just good vibes. So yeah, I'm glad uh, I got a chance to do that because I didn't think I would get a chance to do that because uh, um, you know I'm affected by, I won't say the exact fire the exact area but i'm affected by the uh southern california fires though yeah um, that's right yeah which was which was scary man like yeah yeah that was crazy it was mad nuts man so you know uh but you know even though we were affected and even evacuated we came home to no damage so that was dope. hey does your studio smell of uh luscious smoke at the at the moment uh no actually the house did kind of smell a little you know residually smoky but it wasn't like pungent and we didn't have to hire a cleaning service for that kind of thing mm -hmm. um, yeah we, we were all... we, we came home um we came home on that saturday and i and i wasn't sure if we were going to be able to if i was going to be able to do the live stream for the for the uh noise cast joint and so i had uh our brother in frequency shiro on standby ready to jump in and and uh take my place if he needed to but you know um i was able to pull it together at two with my procrastination i was not quite ready with my set but i was able to kind of late that night on saturday night pull something together for the next day and uh it came it came together pretty well yeah that was wild yeah. hey real quick real quick Sorry just about listen, that. Just listen. Just listen. Do you hear that? Mm-hmm. That's the bleed. That's me turning oscillator two on the double helix to its max. And then turning it down. And it goes away. Hmm. So that's the only downside to that thing, is that when you go to... But it's funny, though, because in that max range, other... Uh, other dual oscillators and complex oscillators that I have 
can't even FM that high at all. So it's kind of like this thing where it's like, okay, well, it goes outside of your normal ranges anyway. So, um, and Inky's saying it's too quiet. Hold on. Uh, you know what? No. Here we go. Hold on, check this out. I turned it down. That's right. So now you can really hear it, right? Mm-hmm. Can you hear that? Yep. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the that's the that's the bleed. So and if I hit play, like. Sounds like underwater gymnastics to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wax on, wax off. (laughs) That thing's dope. I like the double helix a lot. Oh, yeah, the double helix is super dope. Super, super dope. You could hear that, though, right? Could you hear that? Yeah. Okay, just make sure it came through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that that thing is crazy. And that was being sequenced by the Fluxus one, which never gets enough love. So I try to tell people about it all the time. You just started to listen at some point. (laughs) (laughs) all right so what do you got to say (laughs) i got no i'm just asking what you just answered uh it's all good uh what else we got out there man um uh i can tell y'all that i have been super enjoying and for the cats that may not be into modular i know some of this stuff is like okay here they go deep into their bag right now but I gotta tell you, I've been enjoying the combination of the Tempe and the uh, Black Noir, and oh. and you know, I think that's one of those combinations that you could actually put that into one of those uh, maybe the Palette 62 or one yeah. of those Formas pods, and you got a ill drum machine right there. You know, what I mean, with the effects yeah. and the drum board, is it like six, eight voices or something like that? Um, I saw your video on the on your Instagram and I, God, I'm like crazy, I'm right? So yeah. thank you for that. That's why I said you're such a bad influence. Thank yeah, you. he posted something that was in the chat earlier. It was like boom, yeah. chat. Yeah. It was like, and then I was just like, hmm. I'm glad that's on its way. <laughs> no doubt. No hey, doubt. I think endorphins just took the whole squad over. Yeah, yeah. dog, they did. We gotta have to uh, find a way to have them on the show too. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And we're going to, um, so also while we talk about who's going to be on the show, we got uh, um, Acid Rain is going to come back. Right. Um, we also have uh, Bafaco who's going to come on. We just got oh, yeah. a date. And then on December 7th, our brother, the, the Daydream Sound is going to be back on the show because okay. he's releasing an album on the 5th of December. So on the 7th, he's going to come on and talk about his album. And uh, for those that don't know, go check out the Daydream Sound on uh, on YouTube because he is the de facto expert and displayer and, and uh, purveyor of classic samplers and drum machines and synth, mm-hmm. like asr 10s and early samples and stuff like that and um and he recently 
maybe about a year now, I guess, got into Modular, but he didn't get into Eurorack. He got into 5U. Mm-hmm. And so he's using those classic samplers with 5U Modular stuff and coming up with some incredible mod map craziness. So he's going to be on, on on December 7th show, too. So uh, Yo. just remind up everybody, first and third Saturdays is how we rock it. So. So what's the big difference between uh, modular and five U? I mean, of course, modular is going to have more. Both modular. I mean, I'm sure they're both modular, but I think I think yeah, Euro rack and five U, but two U. That's the difference. Voltage. Quarter inch inch versus quarter inch. But do they have as much variation as is coming out for the Euro rack? All right, here's here's what I'll tell you the differences. No, they don't. The differences are. 2U in size, right? As far as vertically, right? Uh, quarter inch versus eighth inch. Uh, you know, for us US idiots who don't know how to use millimeters. Yeah. And uh, what is it? 18 volts versus 12 volts. Okay. Okay. So everything else can be done the same, yeah. but there is, it's not adopted nearly as much as it, what Euro is. It like, is. is it like Buchla 1.2 volts per octave or is it 1.5? No, it's, it's volt per octave. Oh, it's volt per octave. Everything else okay. is the same. Like, they're completely interactive. Okay. But the um, the thing is, is that it's just not nearly as um, adopted. So you you tend to not see quite as many uh, digital modules on that side of things. Now, mm-hmm. there's there's people that are starting to do more digital modules over there, like... Uh, Dove Audio, which is um, Paul Maddox from uh, of Dove Audio, but formerly of uh, what was it, Modal, uh, mm-hmm. is doing has a really cool wave wavetable oscillator thing called the uh, WTF Wave Transform Furrier, I think it is. I don't know. Uh-huh. Anyway, but uh, so there's some digital stuff. People also tend to adopt Eurorack modules into the the five U standard, um, yeah. so and that's like they'll just basically literally take it off the panel. I've seen Pam's new workout just went to five U, right? What's that? Pam's new workout went to five U, I think, and they got some extra really? ports on there. Yeah, I got uh, a buddy of mine that's actually uh, started a new five U five U company. So Chris over at conjured uh what is it conjured conjured circuits conjured circuits he's got a he's got a jupiter slash juno filter that's coming out for it Um, noise engineering makes a few uh five yeah they do yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. so diversifying that way yeah there's a few really really cool companies that still do that stuff but it it just tends to not be quite as (laughs) prevalent and you know, uh, usually, from what I understand, you have to have uh, long hair and a ponytail to, to use it. So, <laughs> a mullet and a bolo. And a bolo. Yeah, exactly, and a bolo. <laughs> That's where it is. But no, like, yeah, I actually just physically, I just like the aesthetics of Five U. I just think they're beautiful. Um, and the argument that I have with my wife is that I don't want a grand, like a baby grand piano in a living room. I want a nice five U, like in the living room. I, yeah, <laughs> in the living room, because I'm an asshole. Did you like see that. the new travel, uh, travel size five U that Moog just re? Gonna oh, you're talking oh, about the the Moog ten model ten, yeah, the ten thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like yo, their yeah, their yeah. price points like 
I mean, yeah. I'm so I'm sorry, but like people can talk about other companies that they like question the ethics of these other companies. But when I see shit like that, I'm like, I question the ethics of that. I'm sorry, that's absolutely absurd. Yeah, absurd. Oh, shout out <laughs> to D. Still and the, the our typical panelists. Shout out to uh, D. Still in the uh, chat over here. And um, although it probably has no relevance to current topic, I just wanted to throw this up on the screen and say, blame Afro Rack. Cool. <laughs> blame Afro Rack. That's it. Another t shirt for you, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> what else was out there? Oh, oh, yo. So, what about this? Uh, the. Um... Wait, I want to circle back Wait, around. The I have the Kyra zoom. I have the Kyra zoom for testing. Oh, that's dope. I'll be interested uh, in checking that thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Waldorf. Yeah, I want to um, talk about that. I'm only going to have it for a short period of time. Oh, no, yeah. that's what I want to talk yeah. about, what Traversi has. So, yeah. tell us what it is. You need oh, to rack oh. it up is what you need to I do. Know, I know. I still got it out. Yeah, no, well, when I went to Perfect Circuit to do that demo, I was like, to my wife, I was like, I'll be right back. <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you see any latency or anything like that with it? Because that's my number one concern is is latency with that thing. I haven't I haven't tried it yet. I literally just bought it on Wednesday, and today after after our talk here, this is what I'm going to work on. My thought process yeah. is because I have um, Hydrosynth desktop module, mm -hmm. and everything. It allows MIDI CC to be completely addressable inside the, the modulation matrix of it, right? So if you have a MIDI to CC uh, or a CC to MIDI converter, you basically have a massive modular in a desktop, right? Yeah. Yes. So that's my thought process is yeah. I want to get one of those and then hook it up to my hydrosynth and use that as yeah. a complex oscillator, filter, effects bank, envelopes, all that good stuff. Yeah. Pull that up again so people can see. I'm going to make you primary on the screen. Yeah, yeah I'm going to try. Stuff. I'm going to use this with some. I'm going to try it with the A4. I'm going to try it with some VSTs. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna run it with everything because you know I'm always you guys know I'm always changing my live setup. I don't think I've played with the same live setup more than once. That for the lawyer would be see dope. That, so, I'd be so interested the, to see how it sets up with H9. This is uh, basically a, yeah. a MIDI to CV converter that um, translates no, CV CC to messages. See so, yeah, a CV to MIDI that translates. Of uh, uh, yeah. CC messages. So if you have mm -hmm. uh, synths and stuff that you need to dig into the menu, you can set up some controller for CC messages to really get that extra control and those extra features out of it. This will allow you to use CV to address those CC messages right. and control like Matriarch or um, Zoya or just about anything, the grandmother or uh, the Hydra synth and, and a million other things out there their CC messages all of a sudden brought physical into your Euro rack. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, try so. it actually too with uh, with Ableton in not only VSTs, but actually controlling Ableton itself because I do a lot, as you guys know, I use Ableton sometimes with my hybrid, like do a hybrid live setup. How and dare you? I might have it control some, some uh, effects in Ableton or even just the channel, yeah. you know, just the volumes itself. It's like the exact opposite of what we're used to as a MIDI to CC converter. It's like right, the right. reverse. It's, yeah, reverse. Yeah. it's yeah. funny because like this is a, 
and I'll talk about it on here because people who've been following this channel know, like, Corey and I have both been talking to Delptronics for, like, ages because they have a prototype of a CV to MIDI module that still mm -hmm. hasn't come out. But, dude, I'm, like, dying for it. Now, now the this Bifaco one is quite different from that, use case-wise and everything else. And I'm just like, man, more companies need to come with this. More companies need to bridge that gap between mm -hmm. DAW, hardware synth, and modular. Like, all three of those need to be way more fluid in mm -hmm. how they talk. And yep. that's the step. You know what I mean? Like, the, the CV to MIDI stuff is really the step. Yeah. But it's all about latency, too. It's all about, like, it's got to be a quick processor. It's got to be done right. Because if it's not done right, it gets sloppy, and it's just not what we want. Yeah, and then it gets frustrating, too, because, you you know, you can't if you can't work fluidly, then it's, it throws the creative process off. So, And they yeah, talk about, if you read the Bifaco site about it, it even says, like, there's no stepping in the MIDI CCs. Like, they've definitely thought it through. So I'm right. really interested in trying one out. I will give you a report later this evening, Ken, for sure. Darn right you will, because I will, man. Otherwise. I'll be on Marco Polo. <laughs> I'll be calling you yep. otherwise. So. <laughs> and it, and Nathan talks about it being a teensy, and yeah, like it's MIDI, to, it, it's CV to MIDI. Like, yeah, a teensy should be fine for that. Also, I should also note that the new teensies are crazy powerful. So yeah, I'm hype about that, them. Man, like, my, the 4.0 I have is just doing craziness, man. Dude, so. the new the new Raspberry oh. Pi, the new Teensy, like all the new like small like processors that are low power that are coming out, man, they're changing the game. So yeah, to speak on that Teensy thing is, you know, so I think when 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 you have when we all have those nerd tendencies, we might say something like, oh, it's just a teensy, but for the average consumer, 85% of people out there, um, they ain't gonna know, that you just hand them a teensy and tell them make music. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Make something cool with this, they ain't gonna know. So that's why I love the fact that something like the teensy gives developers and, and makers a strong platform to do a lot of real cool stuff, even if, Every model they make is like teensy inside. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I mean, shoot, that's what I'm I gotta working with. The conversation, and I want to say a huge shout out to Accurate Beats. It's in the chat. I'm yeah. so happy you're healthy, oh, man. Word, word. I'm yeah. so happy to see you recovering. And I just watched your video, man. I'm so happy too. Yo, Yo I just, I yeah, just had like as soon as I seen man. him, it made me so happy. So, word. hell yeah. Yeah, yo, I loved your your recent video, and I just want to say that that man, I think I think you doing that video was a wonderful thing, and I thank you for that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just just laying that out there. So shout Very out to Accurate nice. Beats. If you don't know who Accurate Beats is, you should definitely go to his YouTube channel, subscribe, like all his videos, and all that good stuff. So, We're accurate. When you get a chance to rest up and uh, you know, recover a bit, man, it'd be good to have you on the show, chit chat with the crew, bro. That would be dope. So, I'm or sorry, it. I had to cut everybody off. Clay. Oh, that's We're all working. good. That's what you do. What we, but what yeah. we don't know about. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, so one thing I wanted to ask you about about that that uh, that Bafaka module that you got, right? Did you okay. look, did you, because I know you build DIY modules as well. Did you yeah. consider buying the kit instead or you were just like, yo, I'm just going to buy it? No, I just went for it. Because the only difference is like a hundred bucks. Ooh, my wife just yeah, I just, I just went for it. Like, 
I I love building stuff, and then there's just stuff where like I'm on a time crunch, and I know that it, I just need to get it so I can yeah. get in it, and so then I just I just bought it. I didn't figure. I just I didn't want to build it. It's only like a hundred dollars difference. Yeah. And, and Corey and I were talking about this. We were talking about building them, and I was like, you know, I could definitely build it, but it's gonna take me more hours than I think it's worth. You know, well, I mean, you, right. I think with building, it's like you have to look at it at a couple different angles. Like not only a maybe you can save a few bucks, you know, especially if you're on a budget and you still want to do music, you, you know, you should have that opportunity. But also it's also like enjoyment, you know, so yeah. I pick and choose what I want to build. You know, like yeah. there are things like I'm just like, screw it. I jump yeah. on it. I'll buy it even if it comes as DIY. And then other things are like, this is going to be fun. I mean, you know, I, I'm a founder of SoCal Synth Society, and that's one of the thing, core things that we do is do DIY builds. And so it's just a lot of fun to get together with some homies and nerd out with a soldering gun. For sure. For sure. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I so, do it by myself yeah. a lot, but I wish I had some homies around here to do that with, you know? <laughs> well, you know, you got to come back out. Yeah, for you know, sure. We had you out here before. Yeah. We'd love to have you guys back. Ken, you yeah. got to get out here, too. I'll be out there for Nam at least. So If you can make it out a few days beforehand, we're definitely planning on doing a meetup. Yeah. Well, that's actually I'll be out. I'll be I was looking day, at my schedule and my son's birthday. My oldest son's birthday is on no February. No excuses, 1st. bro. We don't celebrate so, son's birthday. Well, no. So, so <laughs> his his birthday is on February first. So I kind of wanted. I was debating on whether I was going to stay after oh, Nam or before Nam, and I'm starting to think I might come out there a couple days early and and just stay stay for that because right. there's a I lot of meetings right. that I'm trying to do, and I can't do them all in three days. So right. you know. But yeah, yeah, you can yeah. definitely come out. Let me know in advance so we can. I know we for sure have a meetup set up on January 11th, which is the Saturday before. My dog is whining. Sorry if you guys hear that. Um, the Saturday before NAM weekend. And then if you're coming out, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Oh, is there a doggy? Did I hear a doggy? Yeah. Well, she got to go save the dog. I know, my little dog. <laughs> He's like whining. I don't know if you can hear that, but it's just like. Well, okay, over here, just so people know, Modbap is all about the synth dogs, not the synth cats. So I'm just like, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, here's yeah. my little dog here. But anyway, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So, yeah, we're definitely doing a meetup on the 11th. And, in fact, we have a special guest. I don't want to um, give out too much just yet. Katie Perry. But, um, he's going to do a uh, talk about modular <laughs> people that are starting out. And he's going to do a jam and a performance and also talk about patching. And um, he's pretty well known in the modular community. And so that's going to be dope. And um, yeah, but I know we're all, we're always trying to do events and do some things between now. I mean, between that week leading up to Nam. So right. yeah. yeah. Dogs. Come here, Moby. They look yeah. nervous. I'm going to be honest with you though. Corey is a dog hater. <laughs> Yeah, it took me it took me at least six years to warm up to this dog. <laughs> six years then <laughs> It's okay because I don't I don't really love, I'm not big into my little dog either. I, man, I, 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 love my I would dog, not be my doing dog. this four years ago. This is Cleo, yeah. by the way. This yeah. is my wife's dog. Right. And she named her Cleo because I used to have a cat, a Siamese cat named Cleo. 
And uh, she did that to try to make me like her. So I kind of hold a grudge for her. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Cool. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. As far as um, as far as these modules are concerned, like interacting between different things, I bought that shuttle control, and I was kind of like, usually when I buy a module, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what I want to use it for. This is exactly what this is. That module I bought because I was just like, I know I'm gonna end up wanting it. Like I, I don't need it right now, but I know I'm gonna end up using that mm -hmm. for something awesome. And that's kind of how it was. And that's kind of how I'm starting to feel about that VC, the VCMC, because it's like it can interact with so many different devices that I'm like, man, I, I just need that in my life. So you need to rack that up. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that turns out. For oh, real. you got one? No, she got one. I, okay. I actually, I have one in my cart right now. I ain't going to lie. What another one? What's right. that? She yeah. got one. No, she's got, got one. Traversy's got one. I have one in my cart. Okay. Which one? The, the oh VCMC. Oh, okay. But no, I, I the... thought you. I thought you were talking about the endorphins. Man, I don't have seven hundred fifty dollars right now. I do have. <laughs> well, a if you bought that endorphins, you wouldn't have it then either. Cockpit, but I don't have $750 <laughs> endorphins would have right it. Now. No, I'm talking about the uh, the MIDI. Uh, what is it? Uh, the MIDI. The MIDI. Is that the terminal or the what? No, what is that? Um, no, the one you have. The one I have? The shuttle? What you just bought? The shuttle just control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the shuttle control. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I bought that for my drum rack. Like, you can see that that yellow beast in the corner there. That's, yeah. that's it. Hey, you know what? Speaking of, uh, I actually want to show people the new fixed U modules, actually, from Endorphins. Did we talk about those before? Would you say? I don't think so. Because Did you say 6 U? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, 6 and HP. 6 yeah. HP, yeah. You know. 6 HP, okay. I was going to say, I was like, what? <laughs> Hold on. I was like, is your name Kilpatrick? Hold on. Are you making a new modular format? Are they, or do they have a name? Like, are they, is, it, is this a different line? No, it's the same line. It's just, uh, I just ordered HPs. one of them. It's the breakout of the, of the Grand Terminal, right? Would you get the filter or the effects? Travolta? The effects, the Milky okay. Way. Milky Way, yeah. Yeah. No, it's going to be dope. I'm telling you. Yeah. I got the Grand Terminal, so it's like everything in one. Oh, yeah, bring that up. Let's see that. Yeah. So this is the the Grand Terminal and the cockpit. So this yeah. is the uh, the envelope generator, or you know, airplane. I forgot what they call it. Is uh, I don't know. Uh, which one is that? The the function generator, and the the, the filter okay. section is right here. And then this is another uh, function generator, and then the effects is like up here spread across. Yeah. I picked up the Milky Way, which is the effects. And then I forgot. Let me, Corey, see if you can pull that, that the endorphins, endorphins. It's like on their very first page, like a list of all of them. There you go. Yeah. So let's see. Godspeed is the uh, VCO. Yeah, Godspeed. That sounded good. Anyway, is the effects. Yeah, that's what I got. Uh, Squawk Dirty to Me is the one Aaron has. That's the, the filter, VCO. Uh, then you have Air Streamer. Yeah, that's the... the envelope generator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then you have the power, power joint. 
which I mean for power, look how small that is, yo. What two HP power? That's kind of right. Dope. One amp. Yeah, that's pretty dope. Yeah. Uh, Shit, you get three of those and <laughs> three, four of those, and you you got four amps. Yeah, that's really dope. Yeah. And, and eight H and what? Eight HP. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, their sequence uh supposed to be out here soon, right? Yeah, I tried yeah. that in uh it was pretty dope when I tried it out in um Berlin at Superbooth. Yeah. I mean it was an early version. Um my main question, once again, is are you gonna be able to go off the grid? Mm. <laughs> how did the yeah. the key how did the keys feel? Oh, they felt good. I mean it's not like after touch uh it's not uh pressure sensitive, but Okay. Um they feel good. You know, it's a nice rubber pad. Word, word. Nice. Oh, oh, so those are rubber pads, rubber mm-hmm. buttons type deals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dope, dope. Okay. Well, word, man. Who? Uh, open discussion. What else is on, on everybody's mind? I feel like I feel like there's so much. So let me ask this question, though. Is it just me? Is it just because of who, who you know, we, we're all into modular? Um, we're all, you know, musicians, musicians, beat makers, live performers, and all this stuff. But I feel like there's more exciting stuff in the modular world than there is along the lines of drum machines and, and synths most times in the year, which is a weird thing because like some cool stuff comes statement. out. Huh? I feel like it's an unfair statement. Okay. Because it's kind of like. But that's saying, not a statement. It was a question. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just saying like because this kind of thing has been. Um, it's been talked about before as far as that kind of thing. And I yeah. just feel like it's like, I try to think of, of modular almost the same way I think of like 19 inch rack units. You know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. it is, is like, it's just a housing unit. You know what I mean? It's true. That's true. So it's, it's all true. just more gear. You know what I mean? So yeah. to me, it's like whether it comes out in modular format or it comes out in desktop format and has CV or it comes out, you know, as a complete synth or drum machine, you know, it's, it's all, to me, it's all the same. Like, it's, it's, it's all about how you interact with it as right. far as whether it has MIDI, CV, that kind of stuff. The right. thing that gets me excited is that more and more desktop gear and standalone synths and that stuff are all supporting IO of CV. That's what gets me excited. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like Hydrosynth has its CV right on top, so you don't have to fiddle behind the synth or anything like that. Yep, I love that. You know, like stuff like that to me is really big, and I hope that trend continues, and I think it will. I think you'll start mm-hmm. seeing even more so desktop know. units that how have many? CV on them. How are you saying? How many? Yeah, I can't. So output, you have how pitch gate. You've got pitch gate. An assignable mod one, mod two, and clock, right? Wow. And then you have inputs. You got mod one and mod two. Got it. So okay. and they're freely assignable in the modulation matrix as well. Yeah. So, but my point being is like not just about about hydrosynth, but just about gear in general. Like to me, it doesn't even matter if it's modular to me. It's like if it's desktop and it has CV. I can treat it like any module, you know what I mean? And that makes me super happy. Like, I just yeah. want CV control over stuff because the good thing about CV versus MIDI is, like, there's no setup and there's no guessing. It's just you, what you plug into, you what know you what get. that's going to, and yeah. you get instant right. gratification, you know? True. It's true. 
Yep. So, uh, yo, they, I put this thing up here. I'm interested. So somebody said, I still haven't found a proper standalone sampling drum machine that works for my workflow. Hmm. I wish I could hear more about what he's thinking on this because uh, I'd like to know, like, what he got. What's, the, what's his needs? Yeah. Because there's a lot of options out there. Yeah. Like hey, my MP takes care of everything I need, you know? that's And that's why I really don't just, like, shop around and go... Why I don't have a digitact or something like that is because I got everything I need right there. It's no. The way. only downside like, I'd rather... of the NPC, the only downside of the new NPCs is their MIDI situation. Is, yeah, but it runs my it, it runs my Pam's new workout like crap probably. But yeah, once they fix their MIDI situation, which I don't know if they ever will, but like that's the only thing about the NPC now is like it used to be a MIDI powerhouse, and now it's like. MIDI is an afterthought, which is silly to me, but... Whatever. I feel like, honestly, yeah, I, I, we definitely have had that conversation, but I also feel like these some of these companies, they see that the world is DAW-centric now. The yeah. 2019, it's a DAW-centric world. But if so that's I the think, case, why would you make a standalone piece of gear? Well, no, let me finish my statement, though. Nope. The, the idea of them... <laughs> Depending so much on the fact that people use DAW as the center of their universe, right. then that they figure they could use that as a crutch to say, let's just do connectivity into the DAW, and then we don't have to worry about all those, you know, tried and true foundational sort of features that, you know, probably should be there to mm -hmm. use this thing as a standalone box or whatever. I mean, it was the same thing with the uh, what was it? I had a workstation over here and. It didn't have a good sequencer. It did barely had a sequencer. It did a bunch of stuff that it was like, yo, this ain't no workstation. It's just a lot of money. What the reason about is, the, uh, USB connectivity, and the then you get all the cracks over USB and MIDI and all that stuff seamlessly over USB back and forth. And I'm like, y'all leaning hard on the dog. Yeah. Bro. Right. You about know? montage, right? Yeah, the montage. Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. eventually fixed that with the latest update. Yeah, and, and to me, it's like, I mean, if you're going to do standalone, like, for one, the software still limits the MIDI. So, like, even if you use it in that way, the software is still limiting the MIDI just like the hardware is. And that's that's ridiculous. But to me, it's like, if you come out with a hardware sampler that's got four, like, two <laughs> MIDI ins and two MIDI outs, and I can't use two right. MIDI ins at the same time, like, right. what is wrong with you? Like... Right. Who are you? Like, it almost felt like a bait and switch when I did that because, like, I had had multiple NPCs before that. So it's like you wouldn't even think, like, hey, can I address MIDI per chat? You wouldn't oh, even think so about let it. me go back and also, <laughs> uh, just because I read this comment, the Analog Rhythm 2, for example, deep, but no real sampling ability to speak of. The Digitac has no time stretch and pet. Octatrack, no. So go back, uh, actually, with the update. Complex, the the uh, Analog Rhythm 2, when the, when the MK2 came out, they added sampling ability. So yeah. it had sampling ability. Uh, we know it always had sample playback ability, but yeah, the Analog Rhythm does have sample ability because of an update they did when the new hardware came out. And that so is... you basically get the same sample as the Digitac in there. Mm -hmm. Well, he's um, talking about he's talking about deeper editing functionality of the sampler. He's talking about time stretch and and you know the way you slice and that sort of stuff, which is true. Yeah, the, the rhythm this is true. The rhythm right. can't really do that. Which yeah, I, I agree with you. Like if it could do like some 
very basic editing of samples inside of it like as far as maybe adding slices doing easier looping that sort of stuff man that thing would be a hundred times better i totally agree with that yeah but well, so you know that's the thing i treat it i treat it kind of like a sp1200 like i treat it like yo you could do very big like start and end point stuff you know what i mean that's how mm -hmm. i treat it like treat it like a sp1200 yeah. you got and it's sending through an analog circuit filter <coughs> and all that stuff so like you get amazing sound out of the rhythm but yeah the functionality of, of a lot of aspects of it will make you scratch your head like what are you thinking like why did you not do this yeah indeed indeed uh so somebody asked has the machine fallen out of favor and that's an interesting simple like just a baseline question but the interesting thing what about was the question it, has the has the machine fallen out of favor and mm -hmm. i I'm taking it by the way Ken's face is looking. He got a lot of feelings about that. I got a lot of feelings about that. I got a lot of feelings about Native Instruments in general. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll just say this much, right? I was deeply involved with them for, God, like since late 2009. Um, they've had a lot of changes, and I'm not going to get into specifics because I don't want to have any kind of lawsuits come towards me um, but I'm gonna just say this I'm gonna just say this in the public forums you can only send apology letters so many times before I just got to throw up my hands and be like you don't get it like you were given the silver platter you, you had the head jump start on everybody you were doing amazing things you could have kept going and you turned your head for a different reason and that reason to me is not ethically sound in my opinion. But see, I I'll think you're this. talking about some deeper stuff though. I'm no, 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 no like... I'm not. I'm talking about public stuff. I'm talking about okay. like, if you choose to, to focus on things like complete control and this and that, this is this is what's in their, their apology letters that they've sent out and all that stuff to the forum. When we know that version 2.0 was supposed to have everything that 1.8.2 had and then a whole bunch more and the reason 2.0 was made was to enable certain features that never came about it drives me insane now i will say this machine is by far workflow wise the fastest to sample and get a sketch down and to edit your samples by hand like that stuff it is by far the best blows the mpc out the water blows ableton out the water but there is so much lacking in what it can do sequencing wise um it still doesn't have aftertouch um it still can't do automation lanes for the master like there's all these like fundamental very serious things that machine should have had years ago and when i say years ago i don't mean one or two I mean, years ago, and they have not delivered, but they have delivered apology letters. Not once, but at least twice. Massive layoffs, and you know, I've seen you know. Oh yeah, the layoffs. If you're if you're involved in the music industry, you can see who's been at the company, who's left the company, that sort of thing, and it's just disheartening because I've still like it's still on my desk right here like it is still it stays here even at but do you see the 
USB hooked up right now. It makes me cry because it's it's the best device for fast sketches and it falls down constantly because they just won't finish it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm advising Native Instruments to get in touch with my man Ken. Hire him. Give him a, a, a The only way the only way that that's gonna work is if they pay me properly because I've I've laid my heart out for them many times. Yeah. And I'm sick of it. I've never messed with a machine. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of. Machine. Well, I've, yeah, but I've not. I may as well say I've never used machine. Yeah, I mean, I've hit the pad a couple times. <laughs> yeah, but, you know but what I, I mean? But used it. Yeah. And got down with it. It's, so. it's amazing. It's amazing. I'm using it is a amazing piece of kit, and it, it's like. If you just did a few simple things that they are well aware of, that are multiple year feature requests, if they did just a few things, they'd blow everyone out the water. But instead, they focus on shit like sounds.com, they focus on shit like uh, complete control, like they, they, they try to spread themselves so thin and they don't have the focus that, that would make it dominate. Like I was at the Native Instruments release party for the for the F1 uh, for Tractor, and I heard the things that they were saying back then. And like this is right when the Renaissance was coming out, and like there was a lot of big talk and not a lot of delivery, and it hurts. It hurts because there are people of us out there who who aren't paid, who aren't who just are passionate people for the projects. And we're like, look, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And we hear, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then nothing happens. And you're like, you know what? That's your choice. And now the machine is kind of sitting off to the side because they just didn't follow through. Yo, you know? I think I think y'all hit a sore spot. Yeah. <laughs> you, could, you know, there's certain, there's certain turbo buttons you can hit on Ken and just lay back. You'd be like, uh, turntable with belt drive. Right. Go. And you just play back. <laughs> I just, dude, I just, I just wish that machine had yeah. had finished the job that you. it could have done, and and they. Well, got, let me ask you though: Do you think that that's it? Like they ain't never gonna finish it? You, you, they yeah, might, you're they working on track back around. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you my my honest opinion of it is this: They have different ideas now that I keep seeing. Mm-hmm. Like I've been following the past updates, and um, like I don't, I don't dig into any like non-public knowledge about it anymore um all i do is look at what they're doing currently and i can tell you that just the updates that i've seen they look very like scatterbrained like the whole idea of you and you know like some some of the things that they do now like the way that things are laid out now like the way that audio tracks were done and stuff like that I just, man, I'm like, what, what are you guys doing? Mm. You know, like, and, and listen, they're not the only one. I mean, like, honestly, Akai, they could, they could tweak a few things and blow yeah. things out the water. I like, mean, so here's Ableton, the, here's the, dude, I want to be able to mute my audio tracks from the past. I yeah, can't do so it. Here's, like, come here's on. the interesting thing, though, right? Because mm-hmm. I feel like everything that Ken just expressed, people were expressing all that same stuff about Akai when Native Instruments was on top. 
And and it seemed like for a while there that nobody had faith that they could get it together. But I think every now and then these companies, they find their stride, they hit their strides and, and they can tend to like, I think at some point Native Instruments may surprise us all. And we'd be like, whoa, I didn't expect that. You know, you know, you know, it's going down if you look up and you see me and uh, Ali going to buy machine. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> if, I, if I buy a machine, they they got a standalone box or something. <laughs> That's right. If I, if I buy a machine, you know some some smoke in the city, Jack, yeah. or something going down. Yeah. <laughs> Straight so, up. So, so yo, with that though, it's uh we're about an hour and twenty minutes in. I yeah. wanna thank everybody for coming by. If anybody got anything they wanna wrap up with, go for it. Yo. Yeah. Yo, I'll just say this real quick. I'm just gonna wrap up. I'm gonna just say this. I'm working on some, some on on new sound expansion. I'll have out soon. I haven't done any sound expansions in a long time. I'll have something new coming in the next month. And then I'll also say this. Thank you, Corey, for making me end on such a negative note. Hate you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he man. finds a way to everything. Everything's always Corey's fault. Like, did you notice right. that the other day on his Instagram? <laughs> Listen, let me put this out there. Well, so we were all having a conversation about how Ken is redoing the studio. We all proud of him. He's building a studio out, and he's talking about painting the walls green. We all are like, Looking no green in 2019. Like that's right. our campaign, right? And this dude jumps on all of his social media. I mean, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. <laughs> everywhere and he's like i want my place green but people like b-boy tech report i'm like i love how we got six people saying the same thing and he just sort of puts me on blast so yeah ken sure it's my fault i let i helped you in on a on a, on a negative note there that's that's good <laughs> yo by the way um, there will be green in my studio. I just haven't figured out how I'm doing it. But there will be green. Please so don't. So just recognize. Oh, it, no, no, no. It's not a please. You know what? <laughs> yo, when you come by, yo, Ali, when you come by, when you're coming by soon, I'm going to rub your face in the green. Look at it. it. <laughs> oh, man. Hurry up. Yeah. All right, so on that note, yo, uh, if you're down for these T-shirts, go to BeatPeople.com. And um, I don't think we have any smalls left, but we'll be re up soon. So get them while they last. And there's still a couple of Mod Bap, uh Social Club T-shirts, the joints with the circle on it. And so, yeah, that's the way you can support. And this is how we get down. So anybody else got anything? I do. Actually, the just a reminder about the SoCal Sin Society meetup. On yeah. the 9th of November, it's also module swap too, Salem so, swap. So yeah, looking people forward. Can, to people that. can find that on uh, Instagram, the SoCal Sin Society. Cool. So dope. on Instagram, uh, SoCal Sin Society is that's actually a dope spot to subscribe to because you get a chance to check out all the different builds and different events that go on throughout the year and stuff. So uh, on the 9th, we'll be together. And you'll probably be able to see us. On, on their, you know, building something, swapping something, and talking sense and doing stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And for those on uh, YouTube, be sure to hit like and subscribe, and we'll be back um, in two weeks. Yep. yep. Peace. Peace out, y'all. Peace. Kick his ass, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs>